again from WJ Live, powered by the Western Journal. I'm Josh Manning, Deputy Managing Editor for Assignment here at the Western Journal. Joining me, Western Journal contributor Olivia Brown. Hi. And also supervising reporter Michael Austin. Thank you yep. guys for being here with us. Uh, thank you for being here with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, lots of stuff going on out there. It's very interesting watching the news right now. We've been talking about how it's kind of parts of the news environment are really slow right now. Yeah. But the Democrats actually are up to some pretty big things. In fact, there's one story that absolutely should have gone viral that we're going to talk about today. The problem is nobody else talked about it. <laughs> uh, and we're going to lead off with that with Olivia after Olivia. Michael's going to be talking with us about what's actually happening with Biden's Build Back Better plan. And yes. four of the most ridiculous things that have been tucked into the Build Back Better The $3.5 trillion dollar plan. What's in there? <laughs> 3.5. Spoiler one is equity for trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll wrap up. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, vaccine mandates, how that relates to the Border Patrol, and what President Biden and the left is doing really to hollow out the U.S. law enforcement and military services. Uh, but as I alluded to earlier, first, Olivia, you've got a story that absolutely should have gone viral. It is a story about storming the Capitol, yeah. but nobody knows about it. And those words, storming the Capitol, were actually words, the word storming. Uh, so this is very alarming to me. So yesterday in Ohio, uh, these abortionists with Planned Parenthood Ohio, Planned Parenthood Ohio, what they did is they stormed the Ohio Capitol. And what they did is screaming and banging on the doors of the Senate. So mm. Why is this not being covered? Why? Because we know January 6th had a huge, huge, huge. It was the uproar. only thing everybody talked yeah. about for days and, and yeah. weeks and it's months. It's still yeah. going on. It's so, still the go to for yeah, the last Yeah, so yes. why is no one talking about this? There's a major, major double standard. Uh, let's show this video. Maybe we can we take weren't. that again. <laughs> yeah, one more time. Here we go. Time. Here we go. Look at them bang the chamber. Yeah. It's funny. There are no American flags there or anything. There's yeah. no. There's only yeah. an I love abortion. Right. I worship that. How disgusting. Yeah. How disgusting is that? And we have some of the biggest and largest scope of abortion going on right now, and they're still complaining. Yeah. So, and they talk about it being their body, uh, their choice. So why is this not being the same as vaccine mandates? Yeah. Yeah. It should be our body, our choice, if we want to put that in there. And so the difference between January 6th and what went on yesterday, there has been no media coverage. One guy was there. He had one retweet on it, which is one, sad. One like media member. Yeah. One media yeah. member that was there. Yeah. A whole retweet. Yeah. One <laughs> retweet, retweet. Yeah. And two <laughs> likes. So yeah, two. nothing is happening <laughs> uh, over yeah. this. Nobody's talking about it. There should be uproar. 
if there was uproar of them breaking into the, the Senate yeah. chambers with January 6th. Yeah. So, Josh, Michael, do you think this is a double standard? Well, yeah. We, we've known for months now that if you're wearing a MAGA hat and you do something wrong, you're a terrorist. You're a domestic white supremacist terrorist. But if you're um, supporting Black Lives Matter or if you're pro-abortion, then you're just peacefully protesting. It doesn't matter how much damage you do. It doesn't matter how many fires are raging on behind you. Then you're a peaceful protester. How much COVID <laughs> you spread. COVID, COVID, COVID mag magically right. cannot be spread when you are gathered together in support yeah. of a leftist cause. I know. As we know, it's really interesting the way the virus works. Yeah, I no, I don't think it's surprising at all. The... Um, you know, we talked about this around the office when all of this insanity was happening between November and uh, the end of January, mm. and when the country was almost ripping itself apart. We talked about this in the office and about times that Democrats have taken over offices in mm -hmm. in the Capitol, uh, times that they've been arrested. We've had, I think we've had actual Democrat members of Congress escorted out <laughs> I mm. think, but I, I can't remember for certain. But we have certainly had cases where um, where there have been disruptions, offices taken over, and that sort of thing. And the left didn't care about that at all. Um, yeah. But when you get a bunch of when you get a bunch of ticked off Americans in the Capitol protesting, yeah. staying inside the stanchions. You know the stanchions; those are the things that keep you in line at the mm -hmm. bank. When you get a bunch of protesting Americans in yeah. between the stanchions in the Capitol, Democrats absolutely lose lose their ever loving mind. Yeah, you know terrorists are, are sticklers for standing <laughs> they, in between stanchions. Really, terrorists yeah. and those stanchions. Yeah, that's that's really the way you get them. They yeah, should have used more stanchions in, in Kabul. <laughs> we might have been able to yeah. slow down ISIS. If we had just used more stanchions, <laughs> would have been a brilliant move. It's General it's, Miley. You're useless <laughs> otherwise. Why couldn't you have at least figured that out? It's yeah. interesting to see another story that recently came out was a veteran, 61 mm. years old, who died before his trial. What yeah. his story, uh, what he alleges, is that he was pepper sprayed and trying to get help from the police, and they charged him. They charged him for assaulting the officer when he was trying to get help after being pepper sprayed because other people were being pepper sprayed yeah. and all mm, the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, why weren't these people arrested? Why was there not pepper spray for the abortionists yeah. <laughs> that were bang literally banging on the doors of the Senate? Yeah. Well, because they're leftists. That's, I mean, I don't mean to be trite about it, but yeah, because they're... Because they're Democrats, because they're leftists, because the media will not cover negative things uh, that have to do with left. You're exactly right. I mean, the that the fellow you're talking about uh, alleges that he essentially was in an area where there was a cloud of pepper spray of some sort. He went down on his knees and he tried to sort of get underneath one of the riot shields mm -hmm. for protection. Yes. And if you've if you've ever been pepper sprayed, it's you know it's it's very hard, especially if you've never had it happen before. Yeah, uh, you feel blind and you're not sure what to do. So the guy was actually trying to he claims he's trying to get some help. Went kind of under the shield, and um, they arrested him for it. And he he essentially died under I think under house arrest. Mm -hmm. uh, which I mean, welcome to Biden's America. Well, and that's apparently. that's the other part of this is what how they've treated the Capitol rioters and protesters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was well, a vet. Veteran. Yeah. This was a veteran. But they Well, at least he didn't get shot like, you know, like Ashley. A lot of people That's have been true. talking about how the rights of those, even 
even the individuals there that did riot, that did you know cause, that did break the law on January sixth, their rights have been stripped away. They've their rights to you know a speedy trial yeah. gone. They're just being held indefinitely in yeah. these different, whether it be at home or in these you know jail cells. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're essentially political prisoners, and, and Michael's a hundred percent right. There are people there who broke the law that day. Yeah. Don't don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We're not yeah. saying that everything was perfect, um, but we're saying it wasn't what the media said it was cracked up to be. Yeah, and the the leftists should be held to the same exact standards. Yeah, yeah, but they never they never will be, and uh, we've had a we've had a really interesting conversation going on in the newsroom for the last few weeks. If you've been paying attention, you've seen more and more rallies or um, groups greeting the president or the vice president who are shouting out F Joe Biden or they have F Biden signs. And we've been talking about this in the newsroom, trying to figure out, like, you know, what do you do with this? And I think I'm curious what you guys think. I'm sort of hijacking the end of your segment, (laughs) but I I want to ask a question, though. Um, I really want to hear what you have to say. I think what's happening is that conservatives and, and kind of salt of the earth Americans have seen the double standard so long that they're just fed, they are just sick of it, and they're essentially coming together and as a unified force saying "f all of this." Oh yeah, I yeah. completely agree. People are fed up; they're sick and tired. Uh, it's it's unfair to show both to not show both sides of what's going on. Yeah, and I think, you know, under Trump, people's lives in some ways were getting worse just because of how the media was constantly pushing out negative coverage. They're constantly talking about, oh, Trump is bad because of this, Trump is bad because of that. People were sick of that. And so, you know, a lot of people wanted Trump out. And now they got Biden, and the media's fine, but their actual livelihoods are getting worse. Everything about their lives is getting worse, where they were actually getting slightly better under Trump before the pandemic. Now they're just way better, not just slightly better, did, way better, way better than they are now. That's yeah. for sure. Well, did you? I, I want to swing to the, the yes. building back better thing. But did you guys see the dollar stores are now having to yeah Dollar Tree? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dollar Tree is isn't able to maintain its whole stock. Soon of to be called stuff. Dollar Fifty Tree. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't. Um, uh, inflation is killing them. So yeah, they're having to raise prices. So the dollar store, it's kind of becoming dollar in name only. Yeah. And oh, it, yeah. And it's, it's yeah. been like that for a while, but it, but exploding at the the rate that we're going, it is going to be devastating to people's savings. Remember, your inflation isn't just something that impacts banks. Inflation impacts you. It's a tax yes. on yeah. you. you just, your money buys less. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, you have less money. And all of those problems caused by Biden's ex- exorbitant spending all of this inflation, they're just going to get worse when they start um, yeah. trying to pass this $3.5 trillion Build Back Better plan. And we actually had some pretty good reporting on the plan. You know, mm. people have, it's been released, people have been able to read the 2,465 pages of it <laughs> online. What the founders would think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine what Thomas Jefferson would think. And um, I don't know if he had time to read that. He had too much to do. Yeah, yeah though <laughs> they didn't. America. They didn't have bills. Creating this long America <laughs> back then. But regardless, paper would have cut. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> but well, speaking of paper, you know, one of the biggest parts of this plan is tree equity. Ah, tree Maybe equity. Maybe tree equity we could have been better that. served if the bill itself was less pages, so there wasn't 
thousands and thousands of pages being printed off every Innocent time. trees slaughtered for Biden's build. Yeah, yeah, tell us what this is, because yeah. I'm sure a lot so, of people don't so, understand so we've, it. We've had some good reporting on the plan and a lot of these crazy things that have been included in the plan. And we have a graphic for you that kind of showed up on Fox News. It kind of shows some of the highlights here. So we have $79 billion for tax enforcement. We'll get into that in a little bit. $12 billion for electric cars. Three billion for tree, tree equity. equity. Tree equity, and what is tree equity? Well, it's just planting trees in cities that need trees planted. Is the best that the bill doesn't quite define tree equity, but that's What's as far the as we know. Equity part of that. I don't. Cities trees where there aren't for people who that don't many have trees. trees. That's exactly. It. Trees exactly. for people who don't have trees uh, so because of where they decided. Finish to out real quick. Four million for distance learning. Seventy-four million for resource centers and. 25 million for bias training. What would the bias training be? Well, it's basically just a bunch of people getting together and calling you racist for Plus being training white. training you how to be biased. <laughs> it's training you how to be biased but just, against white people, but just to against look, men, against Christians. So the spending has been out of control. Inflation is rising. You know, Biden's bragging about how this doesn't cost anything because he's only charging large corporations and the wealthy, when in reality, doing that affects all of us. It yeah, makes, you know... Less jobs, there's going to be less jobs, there's going to be less job creation, all that. But anyway, to these points. So, number one, tree equity, $3 billion just for planting trees everywhere. What I'm thinking is, so I lived in Washington State for a period of time, and I did, not, I did not uh, jive with the trees because I was <laughs> allergic to evergreen trees. It's the evergreen state. So we moved to Arizona, and I felt substantially healthier. What if I don't want more trees? I moved to Arizona, yeah. so there aren't trees. I like cactus. You're having trees inflicted on you. Well, you know, I am. And Thomas Sowell pointed out in, in, in a... Uh, uh, op-ed that I read quite a while ago that, you know, there's all these zoning laws for putting more trees in cities, and this would essentially be a really large-scale version of that, mm. when in reality most of the world has trees. You don't need to put trees in cities where you could, you know, create all kinds of other stuff, you know, buildings that could create jobs for people, that could create housing for people. No, instead, we're just going to put all these trees there. Anyway, point number two, bias training, and particularly in the healthcare field, so basically, what th these 25 millions are going to go towards is just hiring a bunch of outside groups to dissect the healthcare field, probably using critical theory, probably just oh, absolutely. finding excuses for why something's discriminatory, why something's racist. They're going to come in, they're going to call the white people racist, and they're going to try to come up with solutions, even though these people don't know anything about healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> and 25 million is going towards that. Um, the third 25 point, million to make white people feel more guilty for things that happened exactly. years and years and years and yeah. years ago. And then another billion dollars is going to go towards high-performance green buildings. So just more of the, you know, the climate change agenda has reached its tentacles into every aspect of the Democrat oh, yeah. agenda, and this is just an extension of that. One billion dollars for that. High-performance green pretty crazy. buildings. So they're green buildings that get just excellent gas mileage yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, right. Is it just like requiring apartments to have recycling? What, it's, what it's, is this yeah. exactly? It's, it's, creating, it's creating a bunch of like green energy buildings that aren't going to, you know, increase... Um, uh, fossil fuels and all this stuff uses. Yeah. So buildings so that use... really, really light light bulbs <laughs> that you can barely see. Exactly. 
Well, the reason it costs so much is because it costs more to use that kind of energy than it does. Yeah, you know, well, fossil of fuels yeah, and or where's the nuclear. Tech, the tech ends up coming from China too. Yeah, and it's uh, incredibly non-biodegradable. But using that money to implement stuff like this, it's just going to cost more in the long run to maintain buildings when you have to use that kind of energy. And then, <laughs> and we know how good Democrats already are at maintaining buildings in cities. Oh, no. And then probably the thing that's being talked about most is the nearly 80 billion that's being um, put towards tax enforcement. So they're just giving like billions of dollars to the IRS to help them scrutinize everyone's taxes a little bit more. And make them actually do their job? Isn't that what they're supposed <laughs> yeah, to be doing apparently already? Apparently they need 80 more million dollars to do a job that they're already horrible at. So, whatever. I wish I got paid more what? just to do my job. Yeah, why yeah. would they need that? If this is not going to raise taxes right. on the vast majority right. of Americans, why would they need, how much was it, 80 billion? Almost 80 billion. More? So 80 billion, so this isn't going to cost you anything, but 80 billion is going to go towards people that are going to look at your taxes and make sure you're paying all your taxes. So that's I, what they're saying. I saw somebody tweet earlier today. Uh, and gosh, forgive me. I can't remember who you are, uh, but somebody tweeted earlier today. Well, my mortgage is $1,500 per month and yeah. I make $1,500 per month. Therefore, my mortgage is free. That's the, oh logic, that's, yeah. that's the logic that's being used yeah. here. And then the last... This is the last point I wanted to bring up. This is probably the biggest thing, and they really tried to sneak it into the bill with some kind of complicated wording and stuff, and it's you know hundreds of pages down, but it is basically um, an addendum to Biden's vaccine mandate that he announced back on September 7th. So the vaccine mandate, Biden basically told OSHA, hey, you know, come up with a plan in a few weeks. I want you to make sure that all private companies with 100 or more employees enforce a vaccine mandate Otherwise, they face fines. And back then, we were told the fines were going to be somewhere around $14,000. Yeah. That still is outrageous. Yeah. Which That's an insane fine. In and of itself is outrageous. But in this bill comes with this provision that says, no, 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 no. You can't. Don't, don't, don't tax people. Don't um, fine people $14,000. Fine them up to $700,000 for each infraction. So if you're a business, you have 100 or more employees, and one of your employees does not get vaccinated and doesn't you know, mm. do weekly testing, mm. you get fined $700,000. And that, that that's is... the maximum fine. The minimum fine would be 50000 which is still way more than the original 14000 Biden promised. So out of all... So, you guys could react to that, or what do you think you're the craziest thing in this bill is? That is yeah. outrageous to yeah. enforce. That. First of all, it's outrageous to enforce companies to do that with more than 100. Yes. That is punishing people that have large companies, and this is going to put a lot of people out of work. I know people that ha are planning to leave their jobs or sue their employer yeah. if they are forced to do this. Yeah. So. We're already having lots and lots of problems yeah. with jobs. I was yep. recently at this hotel for a conference, and one of the best rooms there and restaurants is closed. We asked why it's closed. They don't have enough people to staff it. Mm, mm. So yeah. this is going to continue to happen if people are, they're, they're just going to leave their jobs, mm. and this is going to cause more problems. And then on top of that, it you know, we're going to see these companies out $700,000. Many companies <laughs> might not even have yeah. that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, uh, 
depending on where you work, a company that has a hundred employees might seem really big or really small. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're not that far away from a hundred employees, and and we still feel like a we still think of ourselves as a family, family, yeah. a big family, yeah. basically. Um, and I cannot imagine that there are that many businesses that size that can handle a seven hundred thousand dollar fine. No, no and way. It's it's not. It's not clear to me whether the seven hundred, if they're gonna, if that's the first move, or if they eventually escalate. So up it's to it's that. a wide range. It's it's anywhere from fifty, 50 to seven hundred thousand for so one infraction. For one infraction. For one infraction. You know, if you if you don't correct that infraction in the right amount of time, there could be another fine. If you don't, if you get something else wrong, there's another fine for that. So these fines can stack up on top of each other. So the incentive here, really, if you're a CFO. Uh, you have got all the incentive in the world to mm-hmm. fire yes. anyone who won't come anywhere yes. near yeah. the vaccine. Yeah, I mean it is. I would get say them that's no matter what. discriminatory. Yeah. Well, you would think, especially since, uh, especially since vaccine rates lag in minority populations. Yeah. So the Supreme Court said that where discrepancy exists, disparity exists, you can uh, you can infer. Racism. Yeah. That's what the Supreme yeah. Court themselves yeah. said. That's crazy. And the yeah. black no. community is one of the people that are most not getting the vaccine. Yes, exactly. So I think we can infer that this is completely racist based on yeah. based on the Supreme yeah. Court's own reasoning. Uh, so let's talk about let, let's kind of put some legs on this and talk about uh, vaccine mandates a little bit more. I want to talk specifically about what's happening at the southern border. We're going to branch out from this a little bit, but. First, uh, yesterday, Jim Jordan wrote a letter to um, Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas is the um, uh, Secretary for Homeland Security and um, comes from Cuban immigrants, by the way. Mm. Mm. So, comes from Cuban immigrants. And Jordan said, essentially, listen, I've gotten wind that you guys are going to enforce the vaccine mandate. One of the places you're going to enforce it is at the border with Border Patrol agents. And let me read you a couple of passages from the letter itself. The Department of Homeland Security has threatened to fire Border Patrol officials who refuse to comply with Biden's vaccine mandate. The Border Patrol has encountered 1.2 million illegal aliens along the southwest border since January of this year. That's the highest number in 20 years. While our border is facing this serious crisis, we've learned that you're threatening to terminate a significant portion of Customs and Border Patrol workforce on on September 9th, 2021, President Biden issued an executive order. It's come to our attention that the men and women of CBP have been given official notice that they must be fully vaccinated by November 2021 or face termination. President Biden even vowed the border patrol officers, quote, will pay. So, well, indulge me. One more passage. President Biden's vaccine mandate, as applied to the CBP, risks reducing the already depleted border patrol workforce in the middle of the unfolding border crisis. It's simply unbelievable that the Biden administration will allow COVID-positive illegals to surge across the border, but will terminate dedicated law enforcement officers who don't comply with the president's mandate. That is almost unbelievable based yeah. on everything we've seen over the last few months. Maybe it's 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 less unbelievable by the day. Or yeah, more sad I'm not by phased day. by things that Dem- Democrats do yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
we've again we've talked about this in the newsroom and effectively it looks like the Biden administration is essentially hollowing out law enforcement agencies and the military. Um, you already see uh, wokeism penetrating the upper ranks of the military. You've heard mm. comments from Miley. You've heard uh, comments from Austin. You've heard comments from, uh, oh gosh, there's an, there's an admiral whose name I'm forgetting. Uh, so extreme leftism is penetrating the top echelons. Mm -hmm. uh, you've already got plenty of leftism in the military on the, on the um, not the teeth side. They say the military, military split into tail and teeth, right? The teeth are the people fighting. The tail mm -hmm. is the stuff that supports them. The tail uh, tends to be about 50-50 uh, Republican-Democrat. The teeth are generally super conservative. But that is getting infiltrated with leftism. At the same time, you're yeah. having uh, police forces, especially in urban areas, uh, they are becoming more and more woke. And now you're seeing this sort of thing happening at the Border Patrol and other places where if you are not interested in the vaccine or if you're wary of it, yeah. that you're going to be pushed out too. Um, and it seems to me like that is setting up a scenario where medical workers, law enforcement, military, where there are precious few conservatives yeah. left in those organizations. Am I? But that sounds kind of crazy. Am I being? Am no. I being paranoid? No, they're pushing no. them out. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. And it doesn't make any sense to me that when we're having such a crisis at the border, that they're going to take it away. It, yeah, we're we're already seeing so many problems. The last time I was on here, I talked about uh, all the tens of thousands, the ten thousand people that were down mm. at the border, and we're just going to continue to see this. We're going to see everything continue to rise on the border, and taking away more agents is not the way to go. It, it's just and it's hurting the agents that are already there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they can't, they can't handle it. And now yeah. they don't have horses either. Uh, they took their horses Trafalgar. away. They took some <laughs> yeah. of the horses away. Yeah, because yeah. reins are, no are dangerous. Reins are racist. reins are whips. Yeah, reins, reins are, are whips. <laughs> Even if they're used as reins. Trafalgar has new polling <laughs> out. Uh, it shows that sixty-five percent of Americans don't believe workers should lose their jobs for objecting to taking the COVID nineteen vaccine. Yeah, it's interesting wow. how it splits out. Only 50%, actually less than 50%, 48% of Democrats say Americans, uh, pardon me, 50% uh, say Americans should not lose their jobs. 83% of Republicans say it. I mean, there, it's yeah. stunning how many Democrats are willing to push people out. And you do have to wonder if that's because they know who the people not taking the vaccine. Right. Yeah. How those I'm sure they are. have friends and family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That are going to lose their C jobs. Certainly, uh, Russ. We have two graphs for, or two scatter plots from the New York Times. Uh, Russ, can you put the first one of those up, please? Hmm. Now this. Okay, we got both of them. So this is interesting. The New York Times plotted on on the left. That is states with larger Trump voting shares, and how likely the adults are to be vaccine hesitant. As you can see, the redder the, the mm. redder the uh, states become, the more likely they are to be hesitant about the vaccine. If you look at the graph on the right, it's a smaller share of residents already vaccinated um, than states with larger Biden vote shares. So it kind of goes the other way around. When you look at people, how many people have been vaccinated, it, the redder it gets, 
the 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 um, fewer people you have yeah. unvaccinated. Yeah. So this is going to overwhelmingly disproportionately impact uh, conservatives, Republicans, patriotic type people. And yeah. I, I mean, it looks at some point you have to say, look, this is really this is very intentional. It's very yeah. targeted toward conservatives specifically. We thought deplatforming was bad. This yeah. is this is um, this it's is destroying lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the you know at the core of the Democratic Party right now, and this you know this hasn't been always what liberalism has been, but it's definitely what drives the party. This is not the far left. This is the mainstream Democratic Party believes that. Republicans are evil, they're stupid, and that they should be pushed out of, you know, everyday life until yeah. they wisen up and start voting blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like they consistently you can see that messaging filter out in all kinds of different areas. And by doing this sort of vaccine mandate stuff, you're ensuring that a larger portion of Republicans are gone, a larger portion of conservatives yeah. and a larger portion of independents. Anyone that doesn't think mainline Democrat has a bigger chance of getting pushed out, and that's exactly what they want. They want all of the doctors to be blue. They want all no. of the police officers to be Democrat. They want they want to take over all of these institutions, and they want to push everyone out. And they found a pretty good way to, to a, a pretty good first step on that uh, journey. So it's pretty scary stuff. Isn't it going to be interesting to look back at COVID in five, ten, twenty years, and really see how quickly it accelerated yeah. the left's plans? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about this earlier today. For a long time, it's felt like we're frogs on a hot plate, right? And it's getting warmer and warmer, but people weren't realizing it. Then all of a sudden, well, first off, Trump was elected, and you see the media mm -hmm. just go bananas in a way we had never seen yeah. before. That was shocking to some people, though it shouldn't have been. And now you've got just unbelievable suspension of civil liberties with COVID. Mm -hmm. It is waking people up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think going back to that whole F. Joe Biden uh, thing that we're seeing all over the place. I think people are becoming not just frustrated with it. I think they've been frustrated. I think they are now angry and they yes. are ready I'm to angry. fight back. But yeah, I've never seen people like this ready to fight back. And and one of the promising parts of that that I've seen is it's it's independence too. It's not oh, just Republicans. Wildly. Yeah, like two independents, yeah. two thirds to three quarters. Democrats are starting to kind of lose faith in their own party. Independents are on our side. We well, we have an opportunity here. For so long, it was it really was Republicans versus Democrats, mm -hmm. and we essentially did both want the country to succeed. Yeah. We just had different ways <laughs> we wanted to go. That's you go back and listen days. to JFK and Nixon debate. I yeah. mean, you're 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 clearly listening to two people who are very pro-American. The people who voted for that Democrat party, yes, who were salt of the earth. Patriotic, um, patriotic Americans. They don't have a home there anymore. Yeah, and they. I think they are waking up to that and realizing it. Trump helps with that. I mean, we took the rust. Who saw that coming? Yeah. We took the yeah. rust belt. Right. Um, so there is there is hope. Don't get. Yeah. Don't lose hope. Don't yeah. lose hope. It's hard in this kind of an environment. But um, you know, the real kind of hopeless situation was the frog on a hot plate. If people were never going to wake up, and then. Just one day, all our freedoms would be gone. Thank God that hasn't happened. People no. are waking mm -hmm. up. Our freedoms are really threatened, but people are yeah. waking up. Now. We're not Australia. We're, we're not Australia. We're better than we're Australia. Yeah, yeah, and I saw a, I don't know if it was in New South Wales. Uh, I forget this. I saw it earlier today, though. Um, the headline, people, Australians who have resisted the vaccine will be ostracized for months and years to come. 
Yeah. Some, something like what, that. Are they sending them out to islands? What are they doing? These awesome <laughs> well, that would be that would just be delightful, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would People be delightful. Are penal colonies. In Australia. Penal colonies for the, the largest penal colony in the world. All right. Mm. Anything else? That good? I think we're good. All right. Yeah. Folks, thank you. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We went a couple minutes long. Uh, thanks for being here on this Wednesday. Uh, remember, we are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to click the little bell. Pardon me. Click the subscribe button. Then you can click the little mm. bell. Don't get those the other way around. Yeah. Once you click the bell, you'll be notified every time we go live. You will never miss an episode. And that also means no shadow banning. That'll stop that. Uh, additionally... Thank you, for, thank you for watching. Thank you for reading our articles at westernjournal.com. What we do is a pretty expensive thing, and yeah. we do it really on a shoestring budget. We're a, we were talking about being a, kind of feeling like a family earlier. We're actually a family-owned company, and um, uh, God has provided for us, and that is wonderful. If you feel led to help provide that support, you can go to westernjournal.com slash join. That's westernjournal.com slash join join. There are a couple ways there that you can join with us. You can partner with us to help support the journalism that we produce that's not being produced anywhere else. We are the largest Christian conservative news and commentary publisher on the web, and uh, we're proud of that. We're excited about it. It's a neat thing to come work here every day. We appreciate your support and are grateful for it. Uh, that's it for us. We're going to see you, uh, yeah, we're going to see you Friday for Michael, for Olivia, for Russ, everybody back in the booth. I'm Josh Manning. We'll see you next time. WJ Live is a show powered by the Western Journal, a Christian conservative news site equipping readers with the truth. The Western Journal is free to read, but if you'd like to support us even further, you can subscribe to our site and receive exclusive benefits like ad-free reading, discounts on our merch at the Patriot Depot, and even an Equipping Readers with the Truth mug. Subscriptions start as low as $5 a month. To subscribe, go to westernjournal.com backslash join. Your support helps us in fighting big tech censorship across all platforms. Thank you for listening. See you next time.